0: Good morning, I'm Tim Blair.
1: And I'm John Phillips, and this is Virginia Technology Today. Virginia Technology Today is a public affairs feature of WFIR. Today, we are honored to have Henry Bass, CEO of Automation Creations, Inc., and his son, Ethan Bass, who is a senior in mechanical engineering at Virginia Tech. However, what brings them to the show today is their leadership and coaching in the region's robotics programs. Henry, I'm going to ask you first to introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about what the robotics program is in our region. Hi, John. Thanks so much for having me. We're very excited about robotics and particularly competitive robotics at the elementary, middle and high school level. We have found that this is just such a great age to influence young minds and get them interested in all kinds of STEM skills, STEM interests. Because it's an age where they've learned a lot of science and that sort of thing, but they haven't had the chance to work together on a team-based problem. And robotics offers that. So it's our pleasure to be involved with FIRST Robotics. That stands for Inspiration and Recognition of Science and Technology. They're a program that's been around since the late 80s, but really started catching on as we entered the 2000s. And particularly in Blacksburg, Michael Culver with Team 401 Joe Meredith with the Corporate Research Center, got the right resources together. Bill and Susan Duggins started doing it with Lego League for younger kids. And that was just when my boys were, were just coming into elementary school. So it was perfect timing. We saw the program and brought it to uh, Christiansburg Elementary School and found a willing teacher there and, and started a couple of teams, had a lot of fun with it. And uh, not as a gifted program, but more of a program for kids who were struggling perhaps a little bit with science or math and, and not really catching on to the purpose and We've had some gifted, talented children in the program, but also what really brings a smile to my face is when somebody realizes, hey, this is is useful. I like science. I like math. And Ethan got involved in that. We were saying when he was probably about three years old, we brought him along to his brother's robotics teams and practices, and he just always enjoyed it.
0: We're delighted to have Ethan with us. And so maybe, Ethan, you can give us a little bit of a background and talk about your role as the coach of the robotics team. And your dad eliminated a little bit about how you got involved, but what caused your passion for robotics? And maybe you can share a little bit about the team. Absolutely.
2: So as my father said, you know, it all started when I was around my brother at his meetings. And I got to see this culture around the sport of competitive robotics. And it was unlike anything that I was used to. It wasn't like football where you're for one team and against another team. Everybody was just so kind to each other and just having a great time. That's what really attracted me to it. So me and a couple friends, we started a team and we just, kept going you know we went through the first lego league levels and then to the first tech challenge levels and started the team ftc team 4924 it was called the tuxedo pandas at the time and you know i later on joined with team 401 the frc team here in montgomery county and then once i got into college i became more of a mentor then Two summers ago, the coach of the team said that he was stepping down, and of course, I didn't want this fantastic team to stop, so I offered to step up and become the head coach of the team, and it's just been a lot of fun. It was, it was always one of my life goals to be a robotics coach. I never thought I would achieve it this early, but I'm, I'm really glad that I did. Ethan, for the audience knowledge here, what is the robotics competition, and what are you de- actually designing and building? The idea is every year there's a challenge released. It's uh it's always some wild wacky challenge, like pile a hundred racquetballs into this box and lift it as high as you can. And there's always an autonomous portion that places a lot of emphasis on sensors, and then there's a teleop portion where we pick up actual like video game controllers and move the robot around. It's competitive because you're working with another team and against two other teams. So you wanna help out your partner while scoring better than your opponents. And so this year the challenge involves these little foam discs and you have to fling them at these goals from about five feet away. It's uh, pretty hard. And so what do you do to make that happen? Do you have to actually program it? Do you build it? What's involved in that? There's no set kit of parts. You just have any raw materials available to you. Um, So it could be built out of things from Home Depot, but there are a lot of great robot building systems out there such as uh, GoBuilder is one of our big sponsors. And yeah, you design, build, test and program the robots, and they got to fit inside this 18 inch by 18 inch by 18 inch cube, so that's kind of the size constraint for these robots, and yeah, you got to do it all. But luckily there's a standard kit of electronics. Electronics is the hard part. Well, Ethan, I'm also curious as to how COVID affected your plans this year. COVID took a big hit on us. We actually have a team of 10 students, but of course there's currently a 10-person limit and a lot of parents said that they would prefer if we tried to stay under the 10 person limit during our meetings. So this year what we had to do was we made our robot very modular. So you can take any part of the robot off, work on it somewhere else, and then bring it back and put it onto the robot. And that's been a huge help this season.
0: So we are speaking with Ethan Bass, coach of the New River Valley robotics team known as the Pandas, and Henry Bass, co-founder of the New River Valley robotics team. Henry, you are a corporate CEO and leader in the technology industry in our region who put the robotics team in perspective for us. What are some of the, the values and benefits that you believe this founder brings to the participants?
1: Great question, Kim. I think from my perspective, we saw a need to increase STEM education in this region. For my own company to be selfish, we hire software developers. And we know that software developers who come from Northern Virginia, go to Virginia Tech, are more than likely headed back to Northern Virginia. We want folks who will stay in this region and and help grow the, the budding technology infrastructure that's in our area. So one of the best ways to do that is to grow our own. And FIRST Robotics offered that, you know, get folks interested in science, technology, engineering, and math, STEM, and then keep them interested. So in 2011, 2012, Frankie Marchand from Volvo and myself got together and formed a nonprofit, uh, New River Robotics Association, to build some sustainability into the competitive robotics program. And that's where we really have been so delighted with FIRST. Um, and. Its regional partners, First Chesapeake, there's also First Lego League of Virginia and D.C. area, and together they make this ecosystem that lets Ethan and and others do as little or as much as they want in robotics. But the upside is, you know, I've hired... I think three people now who came out of the teams that we coach. And these are folks who are who have deep roots in this area. So it's 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 absolutely a win-win. We've had some great sponsors, companies like Harmonia, Torque Robotics, and of course the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Center, all see the value in making sure not only that we grow new employees for our area, but when you're attracting exciting companies to come to this area, they'll ask the question. What do we have for children's programs? You know, my kids are smart kids uh, or growing and budding in technology arts. What can they do after school? And that's another area where we fill a niche because until recently, education has been so focused on uh, SOLs. And that's a very much individual learning objective, that sort of thing. But as employers, we want kids who can come out and work with others.
0: Henry, your family has truly benefited from your active involvement in robotics. How do students and parents get involved in the robotics programs, and what is that commitment like?
1: Wow, that's a great question. To get involved, firstinspires.org is the website where you can find what teams are in your area. Certainly, New River Robotics Association, we're on Facebook and Twitter and webpage at 10rvfirst.com, and we'd be happy to connect folks who either want to start their own team or just participate in a team. It can be anything from we're planning summer outreach now where you could come and just do a couple hours, learn some quick programming with us, or get involved spending four to six hours a week building a robot and and working competitively. And I think it's also worth saying that, that it's not just about the robot. We've mentioned that, but there are many judged awards that are all about emphasizing communication, teamwork. What kind of outreach do you do to help other people learn about STEM? What are your new robot design inventions? All of these go before judges. So it's not just how many points do you rack up, but how do you tell the story? So it's uh, interesting that that parents might not know that, but that we actually spend a fair amount of time, for lack of a better word, theater coaching. Getting somebody passionate about robotics is one thing, but if you can't tell that story, then where is it going? You got to be able to tell the story engineers have to be good communicators all trades need to be able to communicate well brag on ethan's team a little bit more there were 347 teams in our entire district but the ranking of the pandas with their judged award put them at number 12.
0: well ethan and henry unfortunately we are out of time thank you henry and ethan bass for discussing with our audience the robotics teams in our region We would like to thank our executive producer, Joey Self, for making the show possible and Thought Out Media for producing the program. Until next week, I'm Kim Blair.
2: And I'm John Phillips, and this is Virginia Technology Today.